0: And to all the ladies and men men out here that is gonna share this information to other youngsters to understand the little in depth history of Negroes here in America in regards to oppression, they will get a full understanding of what really Negroes did back then that led to their freedom their freedom and to lead them what they are today, where they at now in America. To understand the breadcrumbs that led to why we got the rights we do, how we're able to enjoy this so-called freedom. When I say so-called, because it's still a lot of work to be done to be completely free. Um, what the ancestors that came and gone did pay the way to give us our rights today. You will know in the reading of this particular book, which the description is the, um, given underneath every video. So always, if you want the book yourself, you can go... On description alone okay I guess we can begin chapter three the machinery of control a ruined class often subject to period of panic arising from doubt of its ability to maintain its power may be expected to develop very complex and fought through or fural systems of control and the American slave um, called slave crazy, did develop numerous psychological and social jurisdiction, me, jur, um, economics, and militaristic methods of suppression and oppression. One of the most basic devices of control was the fostering of a belief in the inmate inferiority of the negro people. Theologians assure all the sundry, include the slave themselves, that the negroes were the Accurud of God, either the descendants of Cain or else of the snake, what it called Nakash, who tempted Eve, and who was really the negro. So called uh, what they call it ethologists, sociologists, and historians offer alleged proof of the natural inferiority of the Negro, and the property, indeed, the necessities of his filling the God-ordained role of slaves to the white man. Laws and propaganda emanated from colleges, pulpits, politicians, and press continually. And insurmountably or ancestrally drummed out the concept of the inferiority of an entire people year after year, generation and generation. Now, that's a very powerful point, right there. That throughout the years, why people, especially Negroes here in America, why they act and conduct the way is because they've been programmed to be that they're lesser than, that they're evil, they're inferior. And through programming, through trauma, torture, rape, beating, and constant program with this type of, I would say psychological mind spell, this is what you see that create forefront what we call the Negro. Here in the West we call America. Well, let's go in further. The poison was too deliberately and plentiful administrators to the slave himself from childhood to the cemetery so that he was ever aware that his most heinous crime, that for which there was no forgiveness, was to forget his place to become uppity. We all know this word, uppity. Fugitive slaves declared that the remembering two great misfortunes of his youth, one when he was very painful, scalded, the other When he observed this new contempt of his white friend, Monarch D. Conway, a native Virginian, is one of the very few writers who has commented upon this aspect of American slavery. His words are worthy quoted. There is a cruel pang that comes to every slave life which has been very little considering it is customary in nearly all households in the South for the whites and the black children connecting with each other to play together. The trial I had referred to comes when the Negroes who have been on this democratic footing with the young whites are presently deserted by their more formatted companies who enter upon school life and the acquisitions of white boys and ceasing to associate with their swordy commander any longer met them in a future with the heir of the master. This is the dawn of the first bitter consciousness of being a slave, and nothing can be sadder than to see a poor little thing wandering about companionless, and confrontless. One thing perhaps was more tragic. The elder attempt to explain this misery. Of the many outraged which may be charged against American slavery, surely none are more revealing than the incident which is distinguished Mary Lander Henry White um, never forgotten uh, this concerns a pretty young girl, slaves in his father's household, who carried herself with pride, dangerous and ingenious in one of the situations. It was observed that her great joy was the lovely hair that crowns her head, and so to males to child realize her place, she was punished in her pinnacle ways in Mr. White's words, this was the cutting off of the hair of a mulatto girl who was almost white and whose hair did not resemble in the least the wooly hair of the Negroes. She greatly pride herself on her resemblance and generally to the white folks and it was a great humiliation that it should be cut off which of course was the basis of the particular punishment. The menace of this extra legal form of social control were numerous. Some of the many possibilities were mentioned by Judge Nash of the North Carolina Supreme Court in a discussion by Red June of 1852. What act in a slave towards a white person will amount in, in silence? It is manifestly impossible. To define it may consist in a look, the pointing of a finger, a refusal of neglect to step out of his way when a white person is seen to approach. But each of such acts violates the rules of property and its tolerable would destroy the subordinate upon which our social system rests. One who was an expert on the humiliation incident to being a slave remark. Does a slave look dissatisfied? It is said he has the devil in him. Does he speak loudly when spoken to by the master? Then he is getting humiliated or high-minded, and should be taken down a buttonhole lower. Does he forget to pull off his bar or his hat at approach of a white person? Then he is wanting in reference. Does he virtue? To vindicate his conduct when censored for it, then he is guilty of impudence, one of the greatest crimes a slave can commit. The goal perhaps not consciously seems but nevertheless pressing on the part of the slaveholders. So far as both the Negroes and the white were concerned was to make slavery appear as an inseparable Consistent of the whole way of life to make slavery so acceptable that it would go unquestioned. And if this could not be reached, certainly the idea was to uh, make those who did question or disturb the institution appear to be not merely enemies of slavery, but of society of life itself, the word of man were reinforced by those of God, and the later careful selected, interpret and censor during the first decade of English slavery. religion reached was suspect, and this led to careful regulations of worship procedures. The hostility seems to have been due in part to conscious qualms over enslaving christians in addition there exists the exit concerns least in led to this delusion about equality of all the image of god and hessen the form of close associations common inspirations and in a common language nothing could for long pervert of the spread of a common language and a formation of a close association, but the master class could and did attempt to control religious instructions. The de- The aim of these instructions was the indication meekness and docility. An example of a typical sermon is um, per minute we choose one that was popular among clergymen of the Protesting, I mean, Episcopal Church, or what they call Episcopal Church, in Maryland and Virginia during the 18th and 19th century, and the slaves here are assured that God has willing the that they copy their lowly positions, and they are told that unless they perform their allotted tasks. Well, they will suffer eternally in hell. Specifically, they are wanting that the Lord is greatly offended when they are saucy, impudent, stubborn, or staling. Nor are they to alert their behavior if the owners is cross or means of cruel. That is the Lord's concern not there and they are to leave the master's punishment to him one fact particularly the beating or actually the beating and bashing or in the sermon's epinious language or hyponious language correction might make patient difficultly this is recognized and explained and always a done in a most complete and ingenious manner the section devoted to this is lengthened, but inimitable, and in exact quotations alone does it justice. And let me stop. The church I tried to say earlier was called the S. Es, church. It's hard to pronounce, cause you know, get tongue tied saying it. But um, it seems to be in regards to other forms of control is using the, the forms of God telling the slave. And condition him that, you know, if you don't do what the master tell you, which is mostly slave master, then that the punishment will not only be by his hands, but they will suffer a greater punishment, which they give to the slave, that you will go to hell. And if you understand psychology, they had to use fear-based type trauma to Negroes back in them days. And probably some is still plays today because some Negroes act in a way now. But back then, you know, it was evident that you know they were slaves and used the trauma in regards to time that they'll go to hell if they don't do what is told it goes a very long way. Let's continue. And let me check before anybody's in the chat room. I right, you know Chris Christine Williams. I hope you like the stream so far. And if you can, please um tell everybody to if they come in the building to like like the video. I would appreciate it. If you're still there, Christina. There is only one circumstance which may appear grievously, that I shall now take notice of it, and this is correction. Now when correction is given, you either deserve it or you do not deserve it. But whether you deserve it or not, it is your duty, and Almighty God requires that you bear, and particularly, you may perhaps think that this is a hard doctrine. But if you consider a rightly, you must need think otherwise of it. Suppose then that you deserve correction. You cannot but say that it is just a right you should meet with it. Suppose you do not, or at least you do not deserve so much, or you serve or correction for the fault you have committed. You perhaps have escaped a great many more and are in the least or last paid for all. Or suppose you are quite innocent of what is laid to your charge and suffer wrongfully in the particular things. It is is not possible you may have done some other had which was never discovered and that almighty God who saw you doing it would not let you escape without punishment at one time or another. And you ought to you not in such a case to give glory to him, and be thankful that he would rather punish you in this life for your wickedness than destroy your soul, for it is the next life. But suppose that even this was not the case, a case hardly to be imagined, and that you have by no means known or unknown deserved the correction you suffer. There is a great comfort in it that if you hear it patiently and leave your cause in the land or in the hand of God. He will reward you for in heaven. And the punishment you suffer unjustly. Here shall from into your exceeding great glory. Hereafter. After this one, of, one can well understand. The inspiration of the resolution. Adopted by a certain religious organization in 1850. Um, declaring that. Intelligence masters with i know doing real Aaron Collins. I hope you like the reading so far. Please like the video as you come in. Intelligent masters with the light of experience before then will regard the communication of sound religion instructions to their slave as the trusty economy of the most efficient police and its tendent to the great greatest utilities with regards to every interesting involved. Many of the slaves, however, construct a different religion. Their god had cursed man. Sticker, or already called Stellar, had had slaves out of bond bondage. Had promised the earth as an inheritance for the humble, had prospered, and that the first would be last, and the last would be the first. Their god had created all men of one blood and had manifest. No preference among those into whom he had breath life. The slave attitude seems very largely to have been that listening to or at least attending the sermon of the white preacher. When the master requires this was merely another chore, another of the consequence of enslavement, occasionally indeed a slave less political than his folly, or more serious bonder by what he felt was a distortion of the Lord's word would dare publicly to express his feeling. Ex-Virginia slave Beverly Jones tells of one such case involving an aged Negro, Uncle Salas, and the Reverend Mr. Johnson, the hater, or the later, was A preacher on the uh, slave was sitting they're sleeping and faming themselves while oak branches and Uncle Siles got up in a front row of the slaves pew and haltered Reverend Johnson. Is us slaves going to be free in heaven? Uncle Siles asked the preacher, stop it and look at Uncle Siles like he wants to kill him because no one ain't supposed to say nothing. Sepity amen whistling. He was preaching waiting a minute. He did looking hard at Uncle Salas standing there, but Didn't give no answers. Is God gonna free us slaves when we get to heaven? Uncle Salas yeah, "Old white preachers put out his Handkerchief and wiped the sweat from his face. Jesus said come unto me ye who are free and from sin, and I will give you salvation. Going to give us freedom, long with salvation. Ask Uncle Salas. The Lord gives, and the Lord taketh away. And he that is without sin is going to have little everlasting. Preach the preacher. They he way ahead, preaching fast like without pay. No attention to Uncle Salas, but Uncle Salas went sit down stood there day rest All day servants he did and that was their last or they has Time to come to church Uncle Salas D died for an- another preacher time come running Guess he from out whether he gonna be free sooner than he calculate to Frequent Occurrences during the slave era were secret and illegal. Religious assemblies of Negroes held at more or less irregular interventions in any secluded spots, hush harbors, meetings, and the Negroes called them, Here's the slave listening to one of their own chosen, where not conformed to the respectful amen every now and then, and where nor left in doubt. As the Jehovah opinion concerns slavery, they were, or they were assured, that heaven harbors no overseer and no whips. Indeed, they were not infrequently urged to clear the herb itself, or both those instruments of the devil. <laughs> the last possibility is what the slaveholder particularly dreads, and it was that that led them to be especially a chief active in foreseeing out such meeting place and punishing the members who they could catch throughout the South history. There were two schools of thoughts amongst the r- rulers as the best method of maintaining their position. One group, definitely the minority, which in line with modern usage may be designated as the liberal school's favorite reforms and a great elasticity in the slave system. The other group of conservative or reactionary opinions would tolerate no coddling but urge an out and out policy of blood and forms. Blood and iron actually. And Let me take a look at my I can't tell who's liking the video. Um, give me a second, guys. Let me check my other device so I can check properly. One second. All right, I'm looking now. All right, um, Christine, make sure you you. you Hit tell people to like, like, like the video. Snacker. Like All right, let me continue. All right, the attitude of the former groups was expressed as early as 1790 by Congressman John Page of Virginia, who urged for at least the commitment of a Quaker anti slave petition with these words (laughs) placing himself in the case of a slave on hearing that congress had refused to listen to the decent suggestions of a respectful part of the committee he should interfere that the general government from which great goods was expected to every class has shut their ears against the voice of humanity. If anything could induce him to rebel, it must be a stroke like this, impress on his mind all the horrors of despair. A similar attitude was expressed by Judge Brooksenberg of the Virginia Supreme Court in descending from the court. Dis- um, Dismantling of the complaint brought against a master for cruel beating of his own slave. The courts held that it had no jurisdiction over this offense. What they call it, jurisdiction? But Brockenberg asked, Is there no danger that oppress and tyranny against which there is no red dress may drive them to despair? Late in the slave era, there developed, particularly in Virginia and North Carolina, an organ organized reform movement aiming at the legalization of slave marriage and the prevention of severance of families, and that encouraged of Negroes' free and slave um, education. This liberal wing, however, was not strong in its desire were easily shunned aside by the always dominant blood and iron groups what is to the note that while no program of the type com- um, contemplated above was acceptable to the slave crazy it did nevertheless find it necessary to provide some elasticity thus it did establish in certain cases minimal standards and miserable though they were and it did that maintain a hierarchy amongst the slaves themselves personally servants general domestic workers drive and fields workers there did exist a fairly well-developed system of awards and it was possible for a particular fortune and extraordinary preservance individual to buy his own freedom, granting of course, the owner's permission and honesty. The fostering of division among the slave and the ancient divided and rule formula was an important method of control. Carefully selected, slaves were the personal servants made and females who often were assigned to and did serve a particular member of the master family throughout his or her life. Here, it, here as was naturally, there frequently developed a strong attachment and it was very largely from this group that spies and traitors were obtained by the ruling class. But trade always brought substantial economic regards and invulnerable freedoms and the greatest gift in the possession of the slaveholders. Positive assignments as spies were also not unknown. Thus, Frederick Douglass remarks, Slaveholders are known to have sent spies among their slaves to ascertain, if possible, their views and feelings in regards to their conditions. Hence, the maxim establishment among, that, or among them, that a still tongue makes a wise head. Again, during considerable excitement in North Carolina over signs of resentlessness, among the slaves and feared that David Walker revolutionary pamphlets or poplars might have react them it was decided as the best means of asserting and there's a small message in this book but when you get the book you could get yourself asserting whether the pamphlets was here or not to employ secret agents to pervade the black community. This plant has been sometimes in operation, at times mastered themselves attempts by apparently innocent matters of fact questioning to asserting the sentiments of their slippery, dangerous, mysterious properties. You get it? Good. Good. The domestic slave generally were encouraged to hold themselves of loft from the field workers and tend, though this was not universally true. To identify their own interests with those of the owner, the idea was expressed by Judge J.C.B. Locus of St. Louis, um, St. Louis in a letter published in the Missouri Gazette of April 12, 1820. In these words. And thank you again, Christina Williams, for that. I confess that I do not entertain very serious apprehensions of slaves as domestic. They are usually threatened with a degree of humility and not infrequently a patternly affection. The opportunity... They have to observe the conduct of the master family to attend public worship and the satisfaction they receive from enjoying in a reasonable degree. The confront of life generally endures them to respect the rights of others and its harmless. Former slave emphasized this as important in weakening the slave class. Henry Bibb's testimony is... The domestic slaves are often found to be traitors to their own people for the purpose of gaining favors with their master, and they are encouraged and trained by, um, up by them to report every plot they know of being formed about stealing anything or running away or anything of this kind, and for which they are paid. This is one of the principal cause of the slaves being divided amongst themselves and out which they could not be held in bondage, one year and perhaps not half the time. Austin Stewart similarly declares that a domestic slave will for and the sake of his master and mistress frequently betray his fellow slaves. He is often rewarded by his master who knows it is for the interest to keep such one about him. Hence it is that insurrection and stampedes are a generally detected. Such slaves are always threatened with more affability than others, for the slaveholder is well aware that he stands over a volcano. Wow. An indication of the value slaveholder place upon their favorite slaves appear in an interest letter from a miss. Marshall L. Nelson and Mecklenburg County, Virginia, to Governor Henry Wise, the lady writer, in a period of panic due to Negro unrest, appealed to the governor to pander her domestic slave Colesman, who had been sentenced to transportation upon conviction for a crime. The slave was devoted to her, said Mr. Nelson. And would inform the Negress as soon as any white person would if he knew or suspected anything wrong was planned. Among them, I am almost a maniac from the less asleep, now in the depths of night. I wrote, Beseeching you and pardon my servant. Such a servant ought not to be sent away, particularly in these perilous times of insurrection, or we call perilous times. Another device for weakening utilities or weakening unity and solidarity amongst the slaves which was particularly important during the early years of the institution was the separation of slaves and similar families or tribes. Thus sympathizers between the Negroes were less Keen and this associate less familiar than might otherwise have been. Hmm. Wow! And to let y'all know, in this particular section, like I said before, um, there was not much. Actually, most of the slave masters didn't get much punished for punishing their slaves, and not only that, but. The plans they do, they use the spies or the traitors amongst the slave population to the full extent so that way there's no any other outbursts or insurrections amongst you know the plantations. Let's continue. The true language difference were also in this way introduced which tends to make uprising and plots more difficult. Occasionally bright spots tend to serve as safety values, lettering of some of the steam accumulating by abuser, grievances, and oppression. Holiday brings rest and recreation were a few. And the days were long between them, but they were important. Emotionally, outlets, Frederick Douglass stressed the point speaking from painful and intimating personal knowledge. He declared these holidays were also sort of conductors or from the human mind when reduced to the condition of slavery. But for these, the region and the bondage would have become too severe. For endurance and the slaves would have been forced up to dangerous Desperations he notes too that a slave who did not make the most of their holidays in the Acceptance style of hilarious carrying on was subject or was suspect and Not to be drunk during the holidays was disgraceful monetary report reward, rewards or monetary rewards or generosity seems to have been fairly prevalent, particularly in the more northern of the slave states. And during the later parts of the era, thus in the evidence presented before the North Carolina courts in 1858, it was declared to be customary for the hired slave to get 25 cents at the end of each week and an inducement to good behavior. The next year, Judge Manley of this state hands down a decision in which he implies that the system of awards was necessary to preserve the system of slavery and that the gratitudes might be developed to any desired extent without violating either the express laws or general policies of the country. From these gratitudes... From these gratitudes, the reward and from money received for overtime work, especially among slaves hired by owners in border states factories, as well as from pennies accumulated by the occasional sales of vegetables or or chicken and pigs, produced by leisure times labor. After 12 or 15 hours of field or domestic work, Negroes were able to purchase their freedom and thousands of Negroes did actually buy their way to freedom among them several prominent persons including Andrew Bright, Lutz, Carrie Richards, Allen, and his brother. Aslan Jones, who also purchased his white freedom, Denmark Vesey, Venture Smith, Gosvas Vasse, Fancy J. Cuppin, Lunchford, Lane Peter Steele James Bradley, a brother of James W.C. Pennington and sister in law of Henry Highland Garnet. This made possible a certain elasticity in the slave system, and by creating hope, even if limit, took the edge of desperation. It may have made the maintenance of the institution itself somewhat less difficult. Here that? Made it less difficult. Didn't stop it. But all the proceedings formed merely by the pre of the control system, then rather light touches, shades, frills, essentially in the entire picture, but not its focus. The central theme of the sacrosity policy was given in one sense by the anonymous Virginian, when when terror produced frankness in a word, it will, will keep a ferocious monster in our country. We must keep him in chains. They're talking about the slave now, people. And the basis of the system, then, was to master power, and this, for all practical purpose, was absolute and unconditional. In the words of Judge Thomas Ruffin, of the North Carolina Supreme Court spoke in 1829. The power of the master must be absolute to render the submission of the slave perfect as a principle of moral rights. Every person in the refinement must repudiate it, but in the actual condition of things, it must be so. A similar statement was made by the highest court of Virginia in 1827 and in 1851. In the latter cause, there was unfortunate for the master involved a white man who not only had witnessed the deeds of the owner but also was willing to testify against him. A necessary condition for prosecution since Negro testimonies was not accepted against a white person. Hear that? Even Negroes' words not bound when God's acts of violence is done to him by the master. This is case was one of the remarkable brutalities of master trying his slave to be a tree and or actually he master tying his slave to a tree and beat him with a switcher until tired he did order another slave to cop Sam with a slinger or a shingling. And apply fire to the body of the slave about his back, belly, and private parts. Proceed to wash him with hot water in which he had been stepped pod of red peppers kicked and stamped upon him. And finally choked the Negro with a rope. Continued to later proceed of correctionist until death. Wow. And the defendant... Mr. Southerner maintains however and apparently with a straight face that he did not intend to kill the slave the proof of intent was necessary for conviction and thought Sam was frightened and pretended to be suffering or injured when he was not the decision of the court read it is policy of the law in respect to the relationship of master and slave and for the sale of securing proper subordination and obedience of the part of the slave to protect the master from prosecution. In all such case, even if the whipping and punishment by mutilation, cruel and excessiveness, but since here death ensures under circumstance sworn to by a white person and not denied by the defendant. It felt compiled to sentence Mr. Southern to five years in imprisonment and we will stop right there as I look for the chat room for any comments let's see and as y'all know it's only going to get more more in depth as time goes on in these chapters but this is only section 1 of chapter 3 and I see that nobody else has no comments. Alright, so I will end today's session here. I'd like to thank everybody for watching um the stream today. Um be on the lookout for chapter um three, section two. Take care now.